0: Welcome back to the Sports-ish Podcast, a place for those of us who like sports-ish, making sports fun, cute, and digestible, unlike your boyfriend's sports news. My name is Lily. I'm your host. I'm joined by my co-host, also my sports-enthused husband. His name is Ashton. Ashton, welcome back to the pod.
1: Thank you. It's good to be back.
0: It is March.
1: Yeah, that's, that's crazy, actually.
0: Well, I hate loathe. March. Why March? Well, because okay. So the weather is the first day of spring is in March. I'm becoming this person who's now talking about the weather on the podcast. But
1: wait, wait. The first day of spring is March.
0: Yes, March 20th. Oh,
1: okay. I was thinking of like March 1st. Yeah, yeah. No, okay, March it,
0: 20th yeah. is the first day of spring. But it does not feel like it. I feel like we've had a long winter in January and February. You expect it to be cold. You're prepped for the snow. You're kind of like. This is bearable because I know it's coming. But then in March, it keeps snowing and it keeps being cold and you think it's going to be over and it's not. I hate March.
1: Hmm. Interesting take. For me, it's not too bad because I feel like in March, it's when the sun starts going down a little bit later. So it's like, you know, I start to just like. I don't know. I feel, no, I feel it tricks I feel you better you know, because it's like, oh, it's like when I leave work, it's not dark anymore.
0: You're like, oh, like See, the me, sun's going yeah, down later. Me, January
1: and February like suck.
0: No, they're terrible. But we know they're terrible. March, we all walk in with this like sense of hope and I spring in we, our step. Yeah,
1: the only difference I feels like with this year is like, at least in New York, we got our first like real s- snowstorm. I don't know if you can even call it a snowstorm. It
0: was not significant at all. But it came, it snowed in March, yeah. and here we are. Yeah. It's supposed to be like 20 degrees tomorrow. And we're only two weeks away from the first day of the I'm not going
1: to lie. For a second, I was like, oh, that's, that's really warm. But I was like, oh, no, no, I'm thinking 20 degrees Celsius.
0: Hashtag Canadian problems. That was probably one of the biggest disconnects when we first got married is like the Celsius and Fahrenheit thing. Oh, yeah. Thing. I
1: mean, for the longest time, when people would be like, oh, it's going to be 58 degrees. I'm like, so should I wear a coat? Or is it like, do I wear shorts? I had no idea. Just I could not conceptualize it one bit. I still so, so don't do it. get
0: it for you, for the Celsius Celsius,
1: thing. no problem. Fahrenheit, I, I can do it pretty well now.
0: Like... We'll go home to Canada and your mom will be like, oh, yeah, it's going to be like 35 degrees. Like amazing, huh? And I'm like, yeah, it's so amazing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's like legitimately hot. That's like upper 90s. I
0: know. But but the thing is, is it's obviously not in Fahrenheit. Yeah. But yeah, that's a Canadian-American relationship problem. Yeah, very cool. Anyways, about March. Also, there's March Madness,
1: which is incredible. Another thing to love March.
0: You know, that depends on who you are.
1: Actually, you know what I was thinking? What? You should set up a March Madness bracket that all of our listeners and your followers can join in.
0: A, like a competition? Yeah,
1: yeah. And then maybe get like a sponsor a or really somebody. really like, cool like, prize. Like a really cool prize, yeah.
0: Doesn't even have to be sponsored. We'll just pay for it. We'll, yeah. We'll get an awesome prize. I love that idea. Next week's podcast episode, you will find out what our bracket Competition will be. Yeah. And what the prize will be. Oh, I have great ideas already because as I have decided, shopping is a sport. (laughs) It's my new tagline. Shopping Shopping is is a sport. sport. It can be if you want it to be. I think March Madness.
1: I mean, I guess if we're going to consider cheerleading a sport, why not shopping, right?
0: Okay, not on. (laughs) (laughs) It's not even remotely funny, especially as a former cheerleader myself.
1: Yeah, I know. All respect to cheerleaders. You they, could they never. You could I never. Mean, I don't know. I, I might be able to. No,
0: you could never. But you know what? You know
1: what? I could do a backflip.
0: I know. I saw I saw you do that a few times. We've been married seven years. But haven't, don't. Haven't but let it in
1: like Let's not pretend you years. could be a cheerleader.
0: Honey, the rhythm for you, it's not there. Got I'm going to be honest. I don't no know. No rhythm. Seen me
1: do, you've seen me do high fitness. I got it. <laughs> you
0: struggle. Okay. I got the moves. So March Madness Kelsey Hips. is here. Well, it's coming. March 14th is when the Stoked. men's competition starts. And I'm going to be honest. I've, I historically do not like March Madness. I think it's entirely too much. There's 68 teams that start. That is a lot of basketball. And a lot of these colleges I have no ties to. So it's yeah. hard for me to get into these games. But that's
1: the best part is like you go to a bar or to just really anywhere and you can watch games on games on games and like these kids put so much passion. It's it's a gr- no, it's a great time to watch basketball.
0: You're saying this like I should like this would be appealing to me. The emotion,
1: <laughs> the intensity.
0: No. Like going to a bar watching games on games on games is exactly what I don't do. And that is why I started sportsish. <laughs> So, you're, but you're I will say, out. last March Madness, there was the St. Petersburg Peacocks.
1: Big Peacock fan.
0: They were actually so captivating because they were oh, huge yeah. underdogs. Total Dog. Cinderella story. It was so fun to watch and cheer for them. I, I like the Cinderella stories. I like the upsets. I'll be honest. That is probably the only compelling thing for me about March Madness. All right. So March is not my month. I'm gonna be honest. It's not. It's not my fave.
1: It's the number one month for vasectomies. Did you know that? Really? Yeah, because if you get a vasectomy, you have to basically just like stay not moving for I think it's like three weeks or something like that. What? And so guys purposely schedule it for that time so they can just sit home oh, and watch Murphed Madness.
0: My dead serious. Word. That is the most
1: clutch thing to do, but you have to schedule no, it out. You have to schedule the it out word. way in advance because so many people book it.
0: Wow. I have, I'm honestly speechless. I also don't know why you know that. <laughs> How do you know that? Fun have fa- you been looking into it? <laughs> fun facts by Ashton. Have you been looking into that? Well, we only have two, babe. Let's, let's give it some time. We'll see. We'll Maybe see. March in many years. All right. But what I do like about March is that it's Women's History Month.
1: Mm, yes. And Another that, thing to love, March.
0: That is a reason that I like March. And that is kind of the theme for today's episode. We're going to talk about women in sports, my experience as a woman who is reporting on sports, and, and some of those types of things. Uh, but first, we have a bracket going on on Sports-ish. And we did a sports movie madness bracket. I'm not going to
1: lie. Very disappointed in some of the results.
0: I know. Our listeners, our followers, picked some wild things. They picked Creed over Warrior.
1: Okay, Creed is pretty good. I understand that. But it's Warrior Michael B. Jordan. so good.
0: Warrior is so good. It is one of my, honestly, top five. But Michael B. Jordan is in Creed, which is why I think most people clicked which, it. Which Creed, though? Well, we put just Creed, and then I know there is a Creed two, and then Creed three comes out this week, March third. Yeah. Is that that's tomorrow? Creed three comes out tomorrow.
1: Let's go watch it.
0: Sportsish, let's do it. Um, I'll watch anything with Michael B. Jordan. To be honest, that is an attractive man. Going to be honest. All right. <laughs> So in the spirit of sports movie madness, I wanted to ask you, what is your favorite sports movie of all time and why?
1: Hmm. That is a tough question. Okay. Miracle comes to mind really quickly because it's just such a classic hockey movie and just great characters, great story based on a true story. So I love that. I also love, some of the other ones, like Slapshot, we mm-hmm. won't get into that, but also never f- seen it. super funny hockey movie. Okay. Not based on a true story, but nonetheless.
0: We do. We love Miracle. I would say. I also,
1: I also love Friday Night Lights.
0: Friday Night Lights is amazing. Did you watch the show? Yeah. You were a, like a fan of the television series? Yeah, no, I,
1: I love the television series. I prefer the movie, but the television series is great. I, think I I've never seen, watched I think I've seen the series.
0: All of it. I never watched it. I watched the movie, loved the movie, but okay, those are some solid choices. In fact, fun fact about Miracle: we honeymooned in Lake Placid, New York. Yes, we did. Which is where the Miracle on Ice took place in 1980. Kind of fun, weird fact. We got married in the winter, and I was looking for like a wintry honeymoon vibe. And I I think I, like, really held on to the hockey thing.
1: (laughs) I think you also wanted to be back for Christmas.
0: I mostly wanted to be with my family for Christmas. We got married December 19th.
1: We basically had to kibosh any warm, warm destinations. Yeah,
0: like, any long flights. We weren't—I wanted to make it, like, a worth-it trip. So we did Lake Placid, New York, which was just a a small road trip away— it was fun, cute. We stayed in like this little cabin, cozy cabin. Yeah,
1: yeah, you know, the Lake Lake Placid Lodge.
0: L- yeah, at the Lake Placid Lodge. Yeah, it was
1: great. I mean it was a great fun, fun city.
0: Yeah, or I would go not, back
1: maybe a city, but
0: it's it's like a town.
1: Yeah. But really cool.
0: Really cool. We recommend Lake Placid. But you know they'll never have the Olympics there ever again. I read this because it's just too small. So in nineteen eighty, I don't think the Olympics had as many athletes as they do now. But someone told us like it's not possible ever again because the town is too small. It can't accommodate all of the athletes.
1: Yeah. I guess that makes sense. I mean, even the rink itself only holds like what? 8,000 people, I think. It
0: was a small rink. We went we went to the rink. We went and toured the Miracle on Ice Museum, which was super small and cute. Anyways, okay, Miracle's a good choice. Mine is not surprising to you. It is absolutely hands down. Remember the Titans. There is no question in my mind that that is going to win our sports movie madness. It is such an incredible story. Denzel is phenomenal in it. You can't help but just love all the players. Brian Gosling is in it as like a teenager. They actually
1: do have a great cast.
0: A great cast. And... Just the story is heartwarming. I love Remember the Titans. Fun fact, you ready for this? My 10th birthday party was Remember the Titans themed. It what? was. How? You didn't know this?
1: No, but like, how do you even do that? So
0: it was like football themed. So we ate like football food, think like Super Bowl food. I think we had chili cheese dogs. <laughs> Everyone was supposed to wear a football jersey. And we had food, we played like a football game, and then we watched Remember the Titans.
1: Sports-ish.
0: Sports-ish, guys. I've always been sports-ish. Even when I was 10 years old, a Remember the Titans-themed birthday party. I don't think many people can say that they did that, but I I did that. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about this week in sports, a fun weekly recap, and then we're going to get into women's history month i'm so excited and you are pretty excited i'm gonna be honest you've been researching hard
1: yeah yeah i have
0: the amount of greatness there is in women's sports oh i'm just excited to dive in but first it's been a week it started off on sunday with jake paul and tommy fury jake paul is not someone i want to talk about ever
1: <laughs> yeah, he's a controversial character. He fought Tommy Fury. So this was an interesting boxing matchup and had a lot of hype around it because of, I mean, really credit to Jake Paul, the way he and Logan have been able to hype themselves up their <laughs> brand up. I mean, it's true, but it's controversial because, I mean, the headline fight, like the, the headline fight was Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury. And like typically they're, relatively speaking, low-caliber boxers. Like, that isn't going to be the main event in most boxing events. Because right? n-
0: neither of them, correct me if I'm wrong, are, are, like, legit boxers. Well, they're both
1: professional boxers. Like, it's important to call that out. Tommy Fur- Fury, especially. I mean, Tommy Fury, he's been... I mean, he's actually, he's probably best known for... Being on the British... Yeah Love, well, Island. yeah, Love Island. Love
0: Island, UK. Which I, So I didn't feel like he was a boxer. I felt like he was a reality TV show star. It felt like Battle of the Reality TV Stars.
1: Yeah, it kind of was. I mean, Tommy Fury has been boxing since a very young age, but he's also really well known for being Tyson Fury's younger brother. And Tyson Fury is like a legit, legit boxer. Arguably one of the GOAT heavyweight boxers of all time. I mean... I don't think he's actually lost a single fight. The guy is like huge and has a total dad bod. It's hysterical when you see him match up against uh, other other boxers. Like the last guy he boxed, uh, the bronze bomber, is this like totally ripped guy. Right. And you look at Tyson Fury and he's got like a total dad bod. Like he doesn't look like a professional, athlete, but he's like unbelievably good.
0: Well, you know who does not have a dad bod? His little brother. Tommy yeah, well, Fury.
1: neither Jake Paul or Tommy Fury. But Tommy Fury was looking great.
0: Tommy was looking great. A fun fact about Tommy. He met his fiance, Molly May, on Love Island, UK. Yeah. I'm not a Love Island girl, to be honest. Um, but I started diving into their relationship before the fight. And they're just the cutest. They just had a baby. They named her Bambi, that was great
1: name. We love that. The little deer.
0: Uh, No, I don't. I don't mind it. It's just (laughs) unique. I would never name my child Bambi, but to each their own.
1: Yeah, well, and this was part of like the drama that kind of ensued because Jake Fury,
0: Jake Paul. Oh yeah, sorry,
1: Jake Paul. He like went ahead and he announced on Twitter the birth of of Tommy Fury's baby before Tommy Fury was able to announce it. Like he leaked. Yeah. Leaked everything. And basically was like, yeah, great timing. She's going to be able to come into the world, see your dad get knocked out. Like, you know, talking trash and things like that.
0: Honestly, Jake Paul needs to get
1: out, but that's part of the sport, right? Like part of the sport is the trash talk, building up the hype, So people are like, these guys hate each other. We want to see them knock each other out. And so they did a good job of that. But yeah, like Jake Paul, lesser known as a boxer. Now he's kind of known as a boxer, but former Disney star, younger brother of Logan Paul, you know, who grew, fam- grew to fame via our long lost social media gem, Vine. And Vine. Then,
0: Rip Vine. Yeah,
1: Rip Vine. We love that. Maybe it'll come back one day. Then YouTube, right?
0: All right. This is enough about Jake and Tommy. But what happened was?
1: Tommy Fury won. And honestly, I watched it. It was actually a decent fight. A lot of hugging, but like Tommy, yeah, Tommy Fury won.
0: Okay, let's keep going. This week is the NFL Combine. Is that how you say it?
1: Yeah, NFL Combine.
0: Combine. It's spelled like combine, but you say combine.
1: Yeah, NFL Combine.
0: Which is basically incoming players who like want to be drafted to the NFL, going Mm -hmm. and performing various athletic tasks and being judged by it. Yes? Yeah. What is shocking to me about this situation is obviously NFL teams have big dudes, like big guys. Yeah. And these guys have to run these 40 yard dashes, Mm -hmm. but they do so at such high speeds. It's shocking.
1: Oh yeah. Their offensive linemen are so fast.
0: But they don't look fast. No, they
1: don't. They look overweight. They're all like 350 pounds, but they move.
0: It's amazing. Oh yeah. I used to say like when we first started watching football together, I'm like, I probably could beat that guy in a race No, and no, he's a professional no. athlete. Ashton says, I couldn't, maybe we should do the NFL combine oh, Yeah, we can, do, we
1: can do a 40 yard dash. I bet you probably neither of us right now can beat anyone at the combine.
0: Well, I am four months postpartum, so we will give me some time, but you know what? I'm impressed with most of these guys. Um, one of them who will probably not be competing. There's an arrest warrant for like one of the number one draft picks. His name is Jalen Carter. Um, he's supposed to be a top prospect for the draft, and he played for Georgia this past season. And he had a role in a car accident that happened in January, where another Georgia player passed away. And apparently, there they were racing each other in their cars and just really heartbreaking for many reasons. Um, He was arrested last night and got out on bail, but we don't know what he will have to face due to the car racing. But when someone dies so tragically, there, of course, is always, you know, a need and a want for justice, and I think that's what's happening in this situation is the player who was killed, his name is Devin Wilt, Willock, his family is kind of looking for justice in what happened in this terrible car accident that took his life. And, you know, they did find that there was car racing involved with this other Georgia player. So we'll have to see how that plays out. Very sad.
1: Yeah, just a sad situation all around. I, You know, I hope, you know, the family who lost their son gets a little bit of closure. But I also hope that this other player is able to move forward with his life because you know it's not like he wanted this to happen it was his friend who right. also passed away right um that doesn't mean he shouldn't be held accountable if there's things to be held accountable for but all yeah. in all just sad situation
0: sad situation you want to know what is a less sad situation but a shocking situation michael jordan right played with scotty pippen now i'm decent on my nba history i know they were teammates I watched the Michael Jordan Netflix docuseries with you. I also know
1: ESPN, but yes,
0: whatever. Um, so his son is dating. Okay. Well, back up. Michael was teammates with Scottie Pippen. They're two like greats. When you think about former NBA players who were very talented, Michael Jordan, but also Scottie Pippen, not far behind, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, Scottie Pippen should be a hall of fame player. He's, he would have been the best player on his team had he not been on Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan's team. Like he's a okay. really, really legit player.
0: That's a good way of putting it. So Michael Jordan's son, who is now an adult, is dating Scotty Pippen's <laughs> ex wife, Larsa Pippen. Yeah. What, what do you have to say about that? I,
1: I feel bad for Scotty Pippen. She has been around. This is not the first, you know, NBA player related or like related player who has gotten together with Scotty Pippen's ex wife.
0: Yeah, she seems like a, a piece of work. Um, but now I just think that's like the funniest thing. And if by chance they work out and get married, I just think family dinners would be amazing.
1: It'd be very I, I highly doubt it works out. I think she I, I don't know much about her, but I doubt this works out. I, I mean, there were rumors that he first got with her because Scottie Pippen wasn't like slandering Michael Jordan, but was like, oh, LeBron's the goat, you know, kind of things like that.
0: Oh, yes. That debate. Not even interested. All right. I feel like in terms of sports news, it's been a slow week in sports. It is it is that time of year, right? Where like the NBA season's kind of at a lag. They just had an all-star break. NHL season is going. We know. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's, it's not a terrible time, but yeah, it, the NFL is over.
0: The NFL is over. And the NFL is like the most captivating. They have the most captivating postseason, I think. Especially, it's like a single game elimination, Super Bowl.
1: But I do, I do love it a lot.
0: Can you tell me any other league that has Rihanna come perform in the middle of their final game? No, I mean,
1: no, exactly.
0: (laughs) NFL postseason is supreme, but you know, slower week in sports. But it is March. It is Women's History Month. The thing about Women's History Month. I've always felt pretty passionate about my rights as a woman. I hope every woman out there does. I've always felt like I wanted to help women be the best versions of themselves, be the most confident versions of themselves. I love being a woman and I love embracing all that that means. Um, But then I had a daughter and it felt like My passion went from, you know, interested in embracing women's rights and women's voices to all of the sudden I felt a need to do it, that I was called to do something uniquely for women. And my daughter is only four and a half months old, but I really have embraced this narrative for Sports-ish that it's, it's for women. And... That's ironic because I have a, a male co-host, but one of the things I I do love about Ashton is that he's never felt made me feel th- that I am less than because of my gender, um, that I have you know less opportunities for a career, that I am less athletic, any of that. And so, thank you, Ashton, for for never. You know, being like the men we're about to discuss.
1: (laughs) You're welcome.
0: (laughs) No, it's it's a good thing. So, why I say that is on Sportsish, we put up a video, hockey video, uh, from the NHL All Star Weekend, and it featured a female hockey player named Sarah Nurse. She's from Canada. She's beautiful. She's Really good at hockey.
1: Yes, we love a Canadian hockey player, and she, yeah, she's legit. Really great hockey player.
0: So one thing they do is a shootout competition, and they had one of the best goalies in the league. His name is Igor Shosturkin. He is the Rangers goalie, and he's—I mean, correct me if I'm wrong—but he is, if not, yeah, the he's, best. he's
1: one of the best goalies in the league. He's really, really good.
0: He won whatever it's called, the award for the best goalie in the league last season.
1: Yeah, I think that's the Vesna Trophy.
0: Whatever that Did he means. win it last year? He did. No, I didn't know that. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> so he won that. He's really good. Uh, but Sarah Nurse goes to this shootout competition. He is a net. She takes the puck up, kind of just slips it in. And it was an easy goal. It looks like. Well,
1: yes. I will say, like the move wasn't just like a flip; like it was a good move. They, I think, they call it the uh, the Zetterberg.
0: The Zetterberg, whatever yeah, that I, means. I
1: should probably fact check myself really quick.
0: You're using hockey terms I've never heard of, but I yeah, it's a Zetterberg.
1: It doesn't matter. No one here knows what I'm talking about.
0: Okay, so Sarah Nurse scores, um, and we put it up on our page as a reel with that Shania Twain trending sound that was like da 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 da, 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 da. cool. And right as she says "cool," Sarah Nurse scores. And it's kind of just like a fun, feel-good reel. And then the caption says, when people still don't respect women's sports. And, you know, it was first like fun and funny and appealed to our audience really well. And then it hit some algorithm. And we have the Hockey Boys. Now, I'm previously a fan of the hockey community, but we had some guys come after us. And mostly they wanted to prove the point that Shiesty, as they call him, Shesterkin, the goalie, was not trying. And that's he. So there's a few jokes that have been repeatedly used. I want to make a PSA that if you're going to make a joke in an Instagram comment, maybe scroll through the comments and make sure that four other people have not already made that exact same joke.
1: People just love to hear themselves speak and or type things. It is funny though. Cause one of the common things was like, he wasn't even trying. It's like, well, of course he wasn't trying. Like it's all game. Nobody is trying. Like.
0: We have over 200 of that exact same comment. He wasn't trying, but then like people took it a step further. Like it was like a make a wish kid out there, which is <laughs> as low as you can go to be honest.
1: Okay. There, there were, I mean, like, let's let's call it as it is some funny comments, inappropriate, lame, like these like these guys are losers. Right. But like when you read them, like I can't help but laugh, especially when you look at their page, if it's even them and you like you see their profile and you're just like, oh, my goodness.
0: Well, it's like I would like to see you take on Sarah Nurse one on one in hockey. Uh, But okay, the make a wish was repeatedly used as was like. It's like a parent letting their child score on them. Also repeatedly used. Again, if you're going to make a comment trying to be funny, make sure that that comment hasn't already been used because I know you saw it from somewhere else and you're just copying and pasting it.
1: Got to get those likes. Got to get those likes. They and these do guys, like the and likes. these guys needed some affirmation. Apparently. They
0: needed some affirmation. But basically, the comment section is... It's terrible. I hate it. Can we,
1: can we read some of them?
0: We're, we're going to do it. Let's read some of them. We're going to do a Mean Tweets-esque. So I'm going to ask for some background music here. And, uh, and we're going to do Mean Tweets Sports-ish Edition.
1: sports Edition. This Women's History Month Edition. Yes. Okay, do you want to go first?
0: I will. Okay, this is from at Cray Carr. this was actually directed at me he tagged me at lily you don't understand sports but they made this whole situation into an excuse to show the league support for reparations february there's no effort from the goalie or her because it's scripted as if they could compete in the same league so you give them money all caps here he goes all caps At least buy some brains for your kids since your genes have none.
1: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Honestly, hilarious. A couple of things we need to break out there. Reparations February. I'm assuming he's talking about Black History Month. Nothing to do with women's. But at least buy some brains for your kids since your genes have none. Oh, my gosh.
0: So we're going to need to buy our children... Some brains. Yes. Because I'm not giving them any.
1: Yes. Thanks, Craig Carr. Uh, we'll, Carr, We're going to look into that. Thank and, you. Uh, spend some money in there. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, here's a good one. At, uh, from at Panteramon101, at Lily Beth's, make me a sandwich. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I can get behind that. She does make a mean
0: sandwich. <laughs> oh, my God goodness classic
1: never heard that never heard
0: that one never been asked to make a sandwich thank you for affirming me that I make a decent sandwich though Ashton you do most of the cooking at least most of the decent cooking in our household which is another thing I love Uh, none of Uh, those gender stereotypes here
1: I too make a mean sandwich though
0: Um, Colin Armstrong here we go at Lily Beth's you're ironically delusional. Oh. Sorry about it. You married someone who's ironically delusional.
1: I feel that. I feel that. Oh, here's a good one. Uh, great username. 420 Bootit. <laughs> I can't tell if it's bootit or boot it. Well, letting someone score on you is what we do when you either play with children or women. It's factual that men are better at sports. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: Okay. Yeah, 420
1: boot it. I'm going to get all my facts from you.
0: All right. Last two. At Maddie Hartman, 1010. 10. No hate on women's sports at all. <laughs> <laughs> they are just not as strong or as fast. And it's just not fun to watch. <laughs> no hate, though. No hate. No hate. No hate. But
1: uh, you guys just suck. suck at sports. <laughs> um, at Give peace chance. That's amazing. Has she done the Playboy pictorial yet? Oh, <laughs> oh.
0: chase chance. Give, give, pe- peace give peace chance.
1: Give peace chance. You know what? I got to look up that profile. Right no, it's now. a
0: it's a fake. Most of these, I will say, are from like dog accounts or fake accounts. I've done some blocking for my personal account, to be honest. Uh, but yeah, that comment section. Proves Oh my gosh. That sexism, to be honest, lives on in the sports world.
1: Sexism or just like I can't even use that word here, but oh man, what a bunch of idiots.
0: They I don't know what they're trying to prove, but guys, you're not invited to the sports-ish. Take a hint, hear me out. We would like you very much to stay in your ESPN Bleacher Report Barstool Sports comment sections.
1: Or your mom's basement.
0: Or your mom's basement. But get out. Get out of the sportsish comment sections. It is not for you. It's, it's just not a place that you're going to enjoy. I'm Very not going to lie.
1: I actually don't mind if they're there. Some of those comments <laughs> give, give me a good laugh.
0: You know, they kind of make my skin crawl and make my stomach drop every day. So for me... I'd rather them not be there. They're not invited to our sportsish party. But that gave us a good laugh. At least we can laugh at it, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Got a good laugh.
0: All right. Now, the meat of this episode, the good part, it's Women's History Month, and there are some incredible women in sports. Yeah. So I used the term bad ass in our first episode.
1: Wow. Edgy.
0: (laughs) And my father did not like it. So I will not use that term in describing these women, but I would like to is, is what it boils down to. Um, women in sports have persevered through a lot of discrimination and they, have conquered odds that a lot of people thought they couldn't. That is for every female athlete. And especially for the ones we're going to talk about. Um, One of your ideas, you love a Mount Rushmore. Am I right?
1: Love Mount Rushmore.
0: You brought it up last week. We did our Mount Rushmore of celebrity athlete couples. This week, we're doing some other Mount Rushmores, which to explain... Top four. Right.
1: Yeah. Top four.
0: So if we were carving our own Mount Rushmore, we would be carving these four female athletes and we each get our own. And I don't know who yours are. Yeah. And you don't know who mine are. But we did make a decision. No repeats.
1: Yeah, No repeats. We take turns. So if if someone's on your list and the other person takes it, it is what it is. You got to go next on the list.
0: Luckily, there is a long list of incredible female outfits.
1: Honestly, I hope you take some of mine because like some of my uh, four or five sixes are legit.
0: Well, you could share them.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's kick it off. Wait,
0: just to like throw this in there. We've been to Mount Rushmore. We have driven through South Dakota. Yes. When we were driving from Utah to New York during the height of COVID, Mm -hmm. we did stop at Mount Rushmore and it was kind of under construction. So maybe this is why, but it is incredibly lame
1: speak for yourself all right big history guy loved it did you like it loved it
0: my favorite thing about ashton is that he's purely canadian but he loves american history he's way more into (laughs) american history than i am it's kind of cute
1: that is true
0: um one thing we did like about mount rushmore is we got a cute picture of george washington and our baby george so kind of fun kind of cute okay
1: mount rushmore because it is Women's History Month.
0: Here are our Mount Rushmore. You get to go first. Oh, thanks, Ash. Thanks. And you can make me a sandwich after this episode. Maybe. Okay. The first female athlete on my Mount Rushmore is Allison Felix. Now, she is the most decorated U.S. track and field athlete of all time. She has more medals than any man or woman has ever had. She, like many athletes, was sponsored by Nike. For years and years, she won many medals under her contract with Nike. Um, She discovered she was pregnant. She was trying to get pregnant in her mid 30s, and she told Nike, and Nike prepared her that they were going to cut her endorsements by 70% because she was pregnant.
1: Tough look, Nike.
0: Tough look, Nike. So, Because this woman wanted to have a baby and got pregnant and inevitably would take some time off and then to bounce back, of course, to Mm -hmm. get back into running shape, they decided that she wasn't worth the money that they were giving her, so they were going to slash the percentage um, of her sponsorships. So she did have her baby. Her baby's named Cameron. She was born premature at 32 weeks um, because Allison had preeclampsia while she was pregnant. She had an emergency C-section, and it was actually a really, really scary labor and delivery. Um, so she had her baby, and quickly after, she decided that she was going to terminate her contract with Nike because of you know, this slash percentage she was getting, uh, she broke her non-disclosure agreement. Love it. NDAs like we talked about last week. And she decided to speak out in a New York times piece about what happened to her as an athlete. And I'm going to read what she said. She said, despite all my victories, Nike wanted to pay me 70% less than before. If that's what they think I'm worth now, I accept that. What I'm not willing to accept is the enduring status quo around maternity. I asked Nike to contractually guarantee that I wouldn't be punished if I didn't perform at my best in the months surrounding childbirth. I wanted to set a new standard. If I, one of Nike's most widely marketed athletes, couldn't secure these protections, who could? Nike declined. We've been at a standstill ever since. And because of this incredibly brave woman, woman, Speaking out about her experience, Nike did end up changing their pregnancy and postpartum policy for their sponsored athletes. Allison, however, did not go back to them. Good. She pulled the ultimate mic drop. Not only did she go back to the Olympics and win several more medals, uh, but she started her own shoe brand. Love it. In competition with Nike. Love it. I love Allison Felix. She's incredible. She's my number one on my Mount Rushmore.
1: Super solid pick. I would have picked her, but I knew you were going to pick her first. Yeah, I love her. So I've got my top two right now, and I'm I'm, I'm not sure which one I want to go with because I know, I'm almost positive I know who you're going to pick next if I don't pick her. All
0: right. Go for
1: it. But I'm worried that you have this other person on the list. Just go. Okay. I'm just going to go with this. This... This lady, let me tell you, okay? You let no, me,
0: can I just tell you that no woman wants to be referred to as a lady.
1: So. I think she's going to be okay with this. <laughs> All right. My girl, Babe Diedrickson Zaharias. Did you have her on your list?
0: No, I don't know. That
1: oh, is. dang it. I knew I should have picked the other person. Okay, but this one deserves to be number one. Okay. Widely considered the greatest female athlete of the 20th century. Zaharias competed and excelled in a number of sports. She set four world records and won three medals in track and field at the 1932 Olympics. 1932, I don't think she minds being called a lady. When she was just 21 years old, okay. she won medals in a running event, 80, 80 meter hurdles, a jumping event, high jump, and a throwing event, the javelin. Thus, becoming the only athlete, male or female, To win medals in all of those disciplines. Okay? Okay. We're not done yet. In 1935, she then took up golf, where she helped found the LPGA Tour. All Mm -hmm. right? Goat. And won 48 total golf events, including 10 major championships. By 1950, she had won every golf tournament there was to win, both amateur and professional. And was inducted into the LPGA a year later. I'm confused by that a little bit though. Because she founded it. But regardless. Okay. Anyways. it We continue. She continues to do more things. Okay. Zaharias also dabbled in other sports. All right. Including winning the AAU championship in basketball. And being wow. the only woman on a traveling male hoops team. In 1934. She pitched two scoreless innings in an MLB spring training game. Mm. All right. Where she shut out the Cleveland Indians figures, Cleveland Indians.
0: My goodness, this woman. Yeah.
1: I I can't believe you haven't heard of her. All right. Okay. Outside of athletics, Zaharias has served as a public advocate for cancer awareness at a time when many refused treatment for the disease. Colon cancer took her life in 1956. But Zaharias, who won her final two golf tournaments, was still the top-ranked female golfer in the world at the time of her death. Wow. The GOAT. I'm not My surprised girl, you picked a golfer, to babe be honest. Zaharias. Her name is
0: literally Babe. babe. That's cute. Babe. I like that. I
1: know. I do, too. Uh, not, she's not just a golfer. She was. She's a, an, she's, she's a track and field star, a golf star, a baseball, baseball star, star, a basketball star, and a colon cancer advocate.
0: Wow. Good for her. Yes. I did not hit one softball home run when I played in third grade. And then there's this woman.
1: Well, you have officially lost the title babe from my books. now.
0: <laughs> she's your babe. Yeah, now
1: I will no longer be referring to you as my babe.
0: <laughs> that that's amazing. Good for her. Sounds pretty cool. I like that. She's on your Mount Rushmore. Okay. My next Her name is Catherine Schweitzer. Have you ever heard of her?
1: Whoa. Okay. All right. Keep going.
0: Is she on your list? No, she wasn't. Okay. Yeah. I know who you're thinking of and they're coming on my list. So don't you dare take them. No longer. (laughs) Okay. So for more than seven decades after its start in 1897, uh, the Boston Marathon field was only open to men. And then in 1967, Catherine Schweitzer decided to challenge those assumptions by running and finishing the ironic race, which at the time was still o- a men's only competition. KV Schweitzer is the name that she registered under because she wanted to be ambiguous, like kind of sound like it was a male because she technically wasn't allowed. Um, but two miles in, so she started running, two miles in, an official came to try and rip off her number. Have you ever seen this photo?
1: Oh yeah. Okay. You know what? I lied. I do know exactly who you're talking about. I've seen, yeah, I've seen the footage.
0: The photo like forever sticks in my mind. Keep in mind, this is 1967. It's not like this is the 1920s. Yeah. This is, my parents were very much alive and like preteens at this time. And these women are getting Attacked for trying to run a marathon. Yeah,
1: that's actually kind of wild.
0: It's wild. So this official comes and tries to rip off her number as she's running a marathon. So it's a 26.2 mile race. She's two miles in. This guy comes up, tries to take her number off. But Catherine had a boyfriend at the time who decided to block the official. So in the photo, you can see she's running. There's a guy like trying to attack her and rip off her number. And then this other guy's holding him back actually fends him off and Catherine finishes the race.
1: Love to see it.
0: First woman ever. Five years after she made history by helping the Boston Marathon expand entry to women. So that was a full five years after. And then she won the New York Marathon in 1974. She won for the females. Um, And then 50 years after that, whole thing in 1967 so in 2017 she ran the boston marathon again love it and now fun fact nearly half of the finishers of the boston marathon are women
1: love it women strong women strong chills Boston. there's like a weird thing about marathons and like rules too
0: yeah marathoners are a thing yeah They, they're very protective of their races. I'm not a marathoner, but I know lots of runners and they, they really are protective of their marathons, but I just, that is an Epic woman right there. Right now I have two runners on my Mount Rushmore. I got to switch it up. Okay. Who's your second?
1: My number two, I cannot believe you didn't pick her. Serena Williams. (sighs) She was
0: my number
1: three. Yeah. Uh, honestly probably should have been your number one. (laughs) It's true. She, she, Go. like, she would have been my number one had Babe not existed.
0: Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, Kayla. Babe.
1: <laughs> babe. In 2016, a Nike ad called Serena Williams the greatest athlete ever, not just female athlete. And who are we to disagree with them? Although apparently Nike has some questionable <laughs> different calls, but we will. Forget about that for mostly
0: they do good. They just messed up with the Alice and Felix situation, but they changed
1: There's sweatshops in China. But I digress. Um, (laughs) Just kidding. Nike sponsor us. We love you. Um, She has matched or exceeded the accomplishments of all other tennis grades, and she's done it in a more competitive era than those who preceded her. Williams longevity in tennis is unmatched as she won her first major at 17 and her last for now. Well, no, her last at 35.
0: Well, you know what? She keeps being kind of
1: funny about yeah. This also might be a little bit outdated because I'm trying to think.
0: She says she might um, pull a Tom Brady. It's not off the table. What I think is trying to happen is she's trying to expand her family. She has one daughter. I think she. And she mentioned how big of an impact her sisters had on her. Yeah. And so I think she wants to have more kids and you know, that might mean retirement for now, but who's to say she's not coming back.
1: I don't know. I mean, she's had such a great career. Do what you want. If you want to come back. Sure. If you don't like, there is no need to, she, she's like the, she's the goat, right? Yeah. She's such a good tennis player. Yeah.
0: I, we love her. I, I really think I've always loved Serena Williams, but it wasn't until I watched King Richard where I yes, kind of...
1: That was sort of my next point was that like, also, she, st- I, mean, I guess, didn't star, but there she was... She produced it. Produced an amazing movie that won a somewhat controversial Oscar. Um, <laughs> the slap. Yeah. Slap her around the world. I mean just deserves to be at the top of the list. We could go on and on about all of her her records. You know, she holds the records for the longest spans between the first and last title at all four Grand Slam tournaments and has twice completed the Serena Slam in which she won all four Grand Slam tournaments in a row. All right. wasn't like she beat Scrubs either to reach all of these. She's competed and defeated so many other women who have been previously ranked number one in history. I mean, I feel like very few times you have like a goat athlete that is competing against such elite talent like that and consistently coming out on top.
0: Yes, we love we love Serena. Yeah, um, I asked you guys who your favorite female athlete was, and she was the second place. Um, most submissions. All right. My third Mount Rushmore face is my girl Simone Biles. Um, I have always loved Simone. She is the most accomplished female gymnast in history. She's won 25 world medals, including 19 golds. So obviously in her gymnastics career, incredibly accomplished. Very impressive. But I think what has happened since her situation in Tokyo, where she had, you know, the twisties is what they call it, but also was under enormous mental pressure and took some time to step out of competition. As the world was waiting for her to win gold, she was so incredibly brave to take care of her mental health first and to speak out about it. I just commend her in every facet of her life. Um, She then also testified in the Larry Nassar trial and helped, you know, get this money for her and her fellow teammates who had been sexually abused by Larry Nassar. I just think she's incredibly brave. And she's, of course, an incredible athlete, very accomplished, won all of these medals. But it's her advocacy for mental health that I see the most success in. And I love Simone Biles. You may not have known it, but She was adopted. Yeah. I didn't know that. Fun fact about Simone Biles, she was adopted. Uh, She also has ADHD. She's also engaged to be married very soon to an NFL player. Did you know that? Jonathan Owens. Yeah, that's right. I, I
1: didn't know who it was, but yes, I did know that.
0: Jonathan Owens, he plays for the Texans, and... She just went on her bachelorette trip. I think they are getting married very soon. They have not like stated the actual date, but she's pretty Instagram active. We love following Simone and I just, I think she's incredible and I want the best for her and I'm excited to see everything at her wedding. Okay. You go.
1: Also solid pick. Okay. Next one. Very excited. Okay. Hear me out. Rhonda Rousey. Yeah, love. Love. Was she on your list?
0: No, she wasn't. But I do love her.
1: Yeah. Okay. First, she was like a super legit judo professional before she even entered the MMA or UFC. Like she won a silver medal in the 2008 Olympics. Okay. So she was like legit. All right. In judo, another sport. Then she entered the UFC, right, where she was so dominant and polarizing She kind of took that like Conor McGregor style trash talking to another level. And she really put, in my opinion, women's UFC on the map.
0: Yeah. She's the only female UFC athlete that I actually
1: know of. Yeah. Very dominant, super popular, very electric um, before her two back-to-back losses where she sort of just like left the UFC. But she then transitioned into the world of professional wrestling, the WWE arguably the most electric sport of all time okay mm. all right any sport that is already known to be scripted and still sells out is legit have you ever watched like wrestlemania or anything like that
0: no i have zero interest in that
1: oh my gosh such good entertainment okay she was a part of the first women's wrestling match to main event a wrestlemania right like that's huge yeah i mean we're talking like she was the headliner of a sport that is traditionally like a men's, a men's sport entertainment thing. Okay. The other thing is that she's also starred, well, not starred, been in movies.
0: Oh, fun.
1: Yeah. She was a part of the Fast and Furious, I think, Seven, where she fights one of the main actresses. Anyway, Electric Ronda Rousey. I love it. Number three on my list.
0: I like it. All right. All right. My last Mount Rushmore female athlete was the number one submitted by our followers. And it is none other than Mia Hamm. So Mia Hamm joined the professional women's soccer team at 15 years old. Not just joined the team. She started in a match for the U.S. soccer team at 15 years old. Most 15 year olds these days are like, I don't know, TikToking, Instagramming. What do 15 year olds do? They don't start for professional soccer teams in the US, most of them. I think it's incredibly, I don't know, it's cool. Um, Mia Hamm, she led the team, the women's team, at three Olympic Games, including 1996, which was in Atlanta. And that was the first time that women's soccer was played. 1996 in Atlanta. I didn't know that. And she led the team. Uh, ESPN named her the greatest female athlete of the past 40 years. She had 158 international goals, 144 assists. She was in the World Cup in 1999. She basically put women's soccer on the map. And now I feel like women's soccer in the United States is one of the most popular women's sports to watch professionally. And I'd have to give Mia Ham a lot of credit for that. Um, she also started, after she retired, she restarted the Mia Hamm Foundation, which strives to increase opportunities for young women in sports. So it's obvious why that was the number one submitted. It's because she really... Is kind of like the goat of all female athletes, I think. And there are so many current soccer players who I love Megan Rapino, Alex Morgan, but uh, I, I've got to give credit to kind of the OG female soccer player, and that's Mia Hamm. So she rounds out My Mount Rushmore with Allison Felix, Catherine Schweitzer, Simone Biles, and Mia Hamm.
1: Not bad. Pretty good. Yeah, I feel like she's a good fit. Okay, my last. Mount Rushmore head. All right. I have five words for you. Unstoppable. Resilience. What? Adverse- adversity. Inspiration. Faith. We are talking about Bethany Hamilton. Okay. You know her as the icon, main character of the fan favorite Soul Surfer. Soul
0: Surfer is a great movie.
1: All right. Her story is one of true unstoppability, if that is even a word, resilience, overcoming adversity, inspiration, and faith. Known most notably as one of the biggest comeback stories of our era, era, Bethany Hamilton has become synonymous with inspiration. All right. At age 13, In 2003, as a rising surf star, Bethany lost her arm to a 14-foot tiger shark. I don't know how many of you have seen the movie, which seemed to end her dream career as a professional surfer. But after one month of the attack, Bethany returned to surfing and within two years had won her first national surfing title.
0: That's crazy and amazing.
1: And Bethany's foundation of faith had been her backbone, her source of truth, hope, and strength. And at 17 years old, she realized her dream of surfing professionally and still surf to this day. I like Um, it. Yeah. Went on to win multiple competitive events, which just to me is crazy that after losing your arm, could one get back out in the water, let alone surf, let alone become a professional surfer, let alone win anything as a professional surfer. And she is the last of my Mount Rushmore. It's
0: a pretty legit Mount Rushmore. I like yes. it. I've, I am just thankful that you have passion for women's sports and that you're not a guy who goes and comments about... <laughs> wait, what was the comment? <laughs> I'm going to read it one more time. Oh, no hate on women's sports at all. They're just not as strong or as fast and not... Fun to watch. <laughs> but
1: no hate. <laughs> no hate, but you guys all suck.
0: It's just, it's very common. Yeah. It's a very common way to look at women's sports. And
1: I feel like the best part about it, or worst part, depending on how you look, the people who are saying this are like the most unathletic, like biggest losers of all time. People who like couldn't beat these women athletes, like couldn't, like probably couldn't make a high school team. Like we're talking just bottom of the barrel like live in your mom's basement kind of people. And it's like, feel the need to be a keyboard warrior.
0: The keyboard warriors. I'll say it once. I'll say it again. Stop commenting from your dog's accounts. Okay. Just show me your face. I don't want to see the lab because I know the lab is not coming up with these mean comments. I, it's you
1: (laughs) zero again, again, keep saying it zero respect for anybody who says anything mean, degrading, or just like, Confrontational from a fake account. Yes, no respect. Not a lot for people who like say just a period, but like at least say it if you're going to from your real account. So we can laugh at your life <laughs> and your pictures as well.
0: Um, I read this fact this month and it's that women make up about 40% of professional athletes, but only of sports media reporting covers women's sports. Interesting. So I hope you guys like what we do here. I hope you like that part of the sports ish mission is to bring a voice to women in sports, to female athletes. Um, You know, it might not be as mainstream as a lot of the men's professional leagues, but as we've noted today they're incredible they're conquering odds that a lot of men do not have to conquer and you know these are women who are dealing with carrying babies competing through their periods screw you Tiger Woods um, just a, a lot of a lot of things that men don't have to deal with and that doesn't mean that men athletes aren't talented or capable it just means that women in sports deserve to be covered. And the fact that only 4% of sports media coverage is about women's sports is sad to me. And it is my goal to, to talk about them more often. We're going to talk about March Madness on both sides. There is a women's tournament, and it's incredibly exciting. And we're going to talk about it just as much as we talk about the men's tournament. I hope you enjoyed this, whether you're a man or a woman, I hope you feel the love and the appreciation for women this month and every month, but especially this month. It is uh, imperative that women get the same opportunities as men, and it's changing, and I feel it changing, and I married a really good guy who thinks that I deserve just as many opportunities as he does
1: yeah absolutely
0: you pushed me to start Sportsish.
1: i did and I take full credit <laughs> for this
0: <laughs> do you want me to say anything nice about you ever again <laughs> uh, but you did and you didn't expect me to make you sandwiches that's for sure although i make a good sandwich <laughs> that's
1: right as my buddy Connor likes to say, the future is female. So the
0: present is female. That's how I feel.
1: Present is female. Future is female. So all you guys out there, especially all you keyboard warriors, Who's get out of your basement. Give your moms a kiss.
0: Oh, you know, what? I do think about these guys who are commenting. I'm like. Where are your girlfriends or your daughters or your moms? They
1: don't, they don't have any, they have, they have moms. They have moms (laughs) who live upstairs and they're in their basement. That's, that's, (laughs) that's the women in these guys' lives. Um, but yes.
0: So happy women's history month. Thank you for joining us at the sports ish. We will see you next week.
1: All right. See you next week.